I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carroll to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic red alert. Or breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. Jamie Fox here. You there? You listening to the Mark Aram Show? You better. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 11.088 after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday. 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang's all here. Low T. Chuck screens the calls. Longoria, the birthday boy on the other side of the takeout window, did not take his day off for his birthday. No, I'm not Buford. No. Yes. You're not half the people in this freaking building. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Half the people in this building take day off for their birthday, even if it's a random Tuesday like today. Makes no sense to yeah. me. No, take the Friday or a Monday yeah. off. Give it's a Friday or Monday. Day. Like, I can understand a three-day weekend, I'd probably do yeah. it, but on a Tuesday. A random Tuesday. I would have been sitting at home taking care of the kids all day, and that's no fun. That's why you're stoic. <laughs> that is why I'm stoic. You're a stoic uh, <laughs> buddy. Uh, all right, so the Idaho uh, polls just closed. Yes. I don't know how quickly we'll have results. There's like nine people in Idaho, so it should be quick. Should Who do you, growing up in Montana. Yes, sir. Who did you make? What state did you guys make fun of? North Dakota. North Dakota. That was the yeah. Every everything was North Dakota. So I don't know jokes. if you know this. Uh, this is the way it things happen in the South. Georgia makes fun of Alabama. Right. Alabama makes fun of Mississippi. Mississippi makes fun of Louisiana, and they just take it. Yeah, just they just can't. Just, there. Maybe yeah. they make fun of Guam or something. I don't yeah. know, but <laughs> yeah, they can't make fun of Texas. That's the way it goes. It goes. Georgia makes fun of Alabama. Alabama makes fun of Mississippi, and Mississippi makes fun of Louisiana. That's hilarious. That's that's how it all goes. In the Northeast, everyone makes fun of New Jersey. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> well. Everybody makes fun of North Dakota. They're, so they that's go, the... yeah. They just take it. There's nobody. Idaho maybe a little bit, but no, it's North Dakota. Yeah, so the, the, the I would Jersey ex- of the West. I would expect Idaho, the Jersey <laughs> of the West. I would expect Idaho to uh, to have their results in quick. I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of votes to count. Growing up in Texas, in quotes, who did uh, <laughs> who do people Texas. from Texas make fun of? God, Mexico, obviously, but what else? Yeah, I guess so. New Mexico? Do you guys make no, fun of no, Arizona? New Mexico, not Arizona. Oklahoma. No, Oklahoma, Oklahoma would yeah. probably be it. Yeah, because I mean Austin and OU, you know, I mean it's they're you know rivals, so that would probably interesting. So we learned something tonight. People in Montana make fun of people in North Dakota, and Texas is so big that South Texas kind of makes fun of North Texas and East and West. I mean, we're kind of like four states, so (laughs) you know, they're just totally different from Dallas. Trump should build a wall to dividing North Texas and South Texas. Oh yeah. While he's he building walls down there. Yeah, he just should, build some more. Make, we'll should. make it four states. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that way you'll have more delegates to win uh, yeah. next time when he runs <laughs> for re-election. That's all I need is more of this. <laughs> when he runs for re-election. <laughs> more of this. Um, all right, so the politics aside, I, we will give you the updates uh, from CBS and yeah. J.B. Dupree on, on the uh, primaries. But I want to move on. Um, I'm going to play an interview right now that I recorded um, with Chris Maloney. 
You probably know him as the guy from Law & Order. I know him as the guy from Oz, um, the original series that was on mm-hmm. HBO, gosh, 20 years now. Um, I know. It's been re long no, time ago. Yeah. It was the first was re- like a breakthrough. Exactly. It HBO. paved the way for Sopranos and, and everything Boardwalk else. Empire and everything else. Yeah. Oz was a prison drama that scared the ever-loving oh. bejesus out of me. After watching that, I'm like, whatever I do in life, just stay out of prison. I'm not going to jail. I would not survive at all in prison. So I no. want to discuss prison life here on the show. And I know three that, guys that know nothing about it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm assuming there's got to be a, a listener or two out there that has spent time in big boy prison. Not, you know, I got locked up for drunk and disorderly and had to right. spend the night in the Fulton County lockup. I mean, like real prison time. Like I would the way like it's to describe an office space. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> federal. Which I hope everybody yeah. knows. <laughs> federal blankety blank in the blank blank prison. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, I, if anyone out there and and you're willing to share, I just I just want to know what it was really like inside. Because in my mind, prison is like it was in the TV show Oz, and that scares the crap out of me. So if anyone out there has spent time in prison, I would love to hear from you. And and uh, whatever the case may be, whatever you're there, I'm not here to judge. Yeah, we'll I just want that. a glimpse. Yeah. inside what life was like in, in prison. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Very interested uh, on what it really is like in prison. All right, without uh, further ado, Chris Maloney. Normally on the show, I prefer in-person interviews, but uh, tonight I'm glad this is not in person because if I met our next guest in person, I'd be trembling in fear because for me he will always be Chris Keller from Oz. He is Christopher Maloney. He joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Christopher, thank you so much for your time. How are you, sir? Hey, Mark. I'm fantastic. Thank you. You, uh, you, you would frighten me if we met in person. <laughs> you would absolutely. I still have nightmares about about Oz back in the day on HBO. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not no. It, it's you know credit to you. You killed that character. It was a great show and. Um, you were very intimidating uh, on what goes behind the scenes, behind bars. And, and I've always said, if you want to keep kids on the straight and narrow, just play Oz for them in high school. Let them watch three episodes of Oz, and no one will commit crimes ever. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was just watching the uh, the trailer for your new series, Underground, premiering Wednesday on w- WGN America. And uh, this is this looks really, really cool. Tell us about it. Um, it's uh, about the Underground Railroad. It was, uh, that was uh, an organization, uh, you know, really basically cobbled together by simple folk who wanted to make a difference and wanted to change uh, the institution of slavery and hopefully break it down, help slaves escape from the south to the north. And um, having said all that, I assure you and uh, all of your listeners, the show Underground is not a history lesson. It is, uh, from from the very first moment, it is a roller coaster ride and uh, uh, a thrill ride. It's intense. So, uh, so watching the trailer, I see your character uh, basically saying, you know, even if I knew where they were, I wouldn't tell you. So who is your character? I'm assuming he's a good guy in this. Um, make no assumptions. Okay. <laughs> uh, about, I really make no assumptions about any character that you first meet on this show because I can't tell you how many times I'd get a new script. We did ten episodes, and in every episode, I would turn the page. I'd be reading, and I would just stop and say, "Oh my God, no, they didn't." 
you you can't uh, yeah make no assumptions about anybody that you see. But having said that, my character is a man. Um, caught, but you know, I would I, I I say he's a man caught up in the system, the uh, economic system of the Deep South in that day, the slavery. Um, who I think is uh, he is morally uh, at a crossroads. Um, He's a man who's just trying to make a living. Uh, so he's a he's a man in conflict when you meet him. So obviously here in Atlanta, a lot of Civil War historians and buffs. Um, any any of the uh, locales here take place, uh, you know, in in Georgia or anything we're familiar with? Uh, you know, not specifically. Um, unfortunately, well, for you guys, I guess we we didn't shoot the show there. Uh, if we come back for season two, there are rumors that we actually might be coming to your neck of the woods. Um, but, you know, it's uh, no, it's just everything is pretty much generalized that, you know, the, the plantation slaves need to go through town, which in the town being Atlanta, uh, in order to get north and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But nothing specific. Very, very cool. All right, so it premieres Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern on WGN America. It is called... Underground, ten episode hour long series, and maybe season two. That was that was gonna be my next question. If there is a season two, hopefully it all goes well and you'll you'll get a second season because it, it sounds amazing. Uh, thank you. It is amazing. Uh, everyone did a great job. It was. Uh, uh, I'm very proud of this project. Chris, thanks for your time. Best of luck, and uh, I hope I never have to share a jail cell with you, my friend. That makes two of us. <laughs> All right, best of luck on Underground. Thanks, Chris. Thanks very much, Mark. All right, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Anyone out there has actually spent time in real prison. Robert joins us in Norcross. Robert, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, buddy, how's it going? You, uh, excellent, buddy. How about you? Excellent. Glad that I am not in a cell right now. You, but you have been prior. I Unfortunately, yes. I... Uh, was in a couple cells, not here in Georgia, so I can't tell you what they're like here, but in North Carolina and in D.C., it is nothing like the show I. Really? How is it different? Okay, so it is... It, there's nowhere near as much action. Um, I think here there's not as much fighting. There is, uh, there's obviously a store on each block. And, uh, you know... A what on each block? A a store. So you'll buy your canteen when you don't have any from the the guy who runs the store. Oh, okay. So like the guy Red from uh, Shawshank. Exactly. All right. There's a guy who can get you stuff. Yeah. So you'll you'll have that going on. And uh, when it comes to fighting, basically, you both go in uh, in a cell when the guard isn't there, do your business, and come out of the cell when you're done. But there's no, uh, I mean, the knives, the uh, the fights, the weapons, things like that. It really doesn't happen as much as you'd see on the show. How how often would you get in fights in, in prison? Fights, I would say probably one or two a month at most. Wow. Uh, now, when you get to, to, to jail, do you find your niche? Do you find, you know, your crew? How does that work? You do, and it's almost it's pretty much immediate. As soon as you walk on the block, people take a look at you, you take a look at the people, and they can read you right away. Um, racial politics are not 
uh, are not as severe as they are on the show. Maybe some prisons are, but the ones I was in are not. It's not that bad, but you tend to uh, you, you tend to hang out with people like you. Um, so you fell in. What was the real quick? What was the crew that you you fell in with? Uh, I mean, it's kind of like high school. I was with the more popular guys who had money and weren't struggling for uh, commissary. Yeah. Um, and and as long as you as long as you come out of your cell and do something, work out, play cards, do that kind of thing. Um, Be social. You know, exactly. As long as you're social, time flies, and you don't really have any any problems. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Robert, I'm glad you're out. And I'm glad you called and shared that with the uh, the listeners. I'd still want to hear from more people that have spent time in actual prison. Is it like Oz? Is it like uh, American History X or any of those movies or TV shows that have scared the bejesus out of me? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. This is The Mark Arum Show. You never had to be this way. You should have never played the games you played. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show talking about prison time. Who spent it? What's it really like behind bars? Kathy joins us in Buford. Kathy, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thank you. Have you been behind bars, Kathy? As a nurse. As a nurse. You want to hear that side of it? Yeah, we've got about 45 seconds. Tell me what you know inside the uh, prison walls. Don't go in there if you're addicted to anything. They're not going to detox you. When you go into DTs, you see the bugs on the walls and on the floors coming at you, and you go eight crap. The guard will walk in, knock you out, and walk back out, go about his business talking to the other nurse on shift. You're going to walk in and find that not only is he suffering from DT, he's mm-hmm. got a broke hip. Let me ask and you a question, Kathy. Were you ever scared as, as a nurse working inside the jail? Only afterwards on one occasion, uh, the inmate came up to me saying that his doctor prescribed him X and X and X medication, and he wanted it. He had it when he came in the door. Um I told him he had a new doctor now, and his name was Dr. So-and-so, and he was not going to give him Lortab. And so you were a nurse doctor. in a male prison, not a female prison. Right. Oh, bless your heart. That's I don't want to be anything. I don't want to deliver bread to a prison. I don't want to be a prison guard. I don't want to be in the cafeteria. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Your experiences behind bars in honor of Oz and Chris Maloney. 404-872-0750. Chris and Lewis, hang tight. You're next. Plus Johnny Kilboss's fast food review. This is the Mark Aram Show. WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, for immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. Hey folks, this is Mark Marin from WTF. You're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Enjoy. He packed in animals two by two. Ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the blood, chip and ham. Tell me about God's master plan. Oh, my Lord. Lord, Lord. Oh, 
Welcome back to the show. 1137, 23 in front of midnight. Mark Aram with you till 12 every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Campaign 2016 update. Uh, Bernie Sanders now declared the winner in Michigan. The results are pouring in from Idaho, uh, a state that is not made fun of too heavily by Montana. Uh, Cruz leading with 38% of the vote. Trump in second place with 31%. Rubio at third place with 18%. And John Kasich in fourth place with 7%. We're standing by for a CNN projection. But enough about politics. We're talking prisons. We talked to a Chris Maloney. Chris Maloney? I don't even know the guy's name. The guy from Oz. Maloney. Chris Keller. Maloney. He's Chris Keller from Oz. Uh, the great TV show on HBO that scared me. Uh, not that I was on the path to going to prison. But <laughs> yeah, were you just on the edge? Close? After like watching that TV yeah. show. <laughs> yeah. That and American History X, forget it. I, oh, I never man. wanted to Have go Have you ever to seen American Me? No. <laughs> it's more Mexican prison stuff, but <laughs> if you see that worse. one, you'll really not want to go to prison. You ever see My Girl? I did. With uh, Colin McCulkin? Yeah. 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 Never want to go to prison. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're discussing prison. Anyone out there spend time actually in an actual uh, jail? Not, you know, overnight, drunk and disorderly, but like real hard time. What's it really like behind bars? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Chris is in Mableton. Chris, you're on the Mark Aram Show. No, this is Tom. Tom. Hey, Tom, how are you, buddy? I'm pretty good. How y'all doing? Excellent. So you were behind bars? Mm, about 72 months, yep. And and what was the experience like? Is it like we see in the movies? <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to uh, think of that movie to compare it with. That one about that guy that got busted over in Turkey for the drugs wrapped around him. What was that Midnight called? Express. Oh, yes, yes. It's a lot like that, of course. I was in prison here in Georgia, but uh, and I was guilty. I'm probably the only one of 5,000 guys that was guilty. The only man, guilty man guilty. in Shawshank. Yep. <laughs> And so, uh, so a lot of fights going on. A lot of what, what was it the day to day like? Not in this one. It's kind of down in central Georgia, down here. And uh, but there was one. There was a mop bucket and thing. This guy hit over his head, and there was blood splattered everywhere. But that was more the exception than the norm. And did you did you fall in with a certain clique or uh, a group? Oh, you got to. You got to. Yep. So who did you fall in with? I went in with the the Christians, yep. I went with the Jesus people, yep. Well, that that's a smart move. I'm Jewish, and I'd probably fall in with the Jesus people. That seems yeah, like you should, yeah. That yeah, seems like the safest you know, bet. You don't you don't have to uh, get rid of your Jewishness to be Christian, or yeah, just mix it all up. Uh, what so what uh, what was the worst part of of being behind bars for that seventy two months period? Well, I was never in the military, but they said it was a lot like boot camp. The warden and the uh, deputy wardens make an inspection every morning, and you got to have your room tidy, bed mm. made up, locker straight, and you got to stand up at attention, and they walk by you and look at you, and your floor's got to be buffed and waxed and all this kind of stuff. You wow. got a little cell room that has a commode and a thing, and then, you know, be how how was the toilet paper in prison? Was it nice, soft Charmin, or was it kind of rough? No, but I found the best place in prison was going to the hole. I went to the hole and spent my last six months there. But uh, why? The warden. Why is the hole good? 
Uh, because I'm, I was by myself, and you can get some batteries and steel wool and make your own lighter. Plus, I go to the store every week, and I can buy my tobacco. But That's know. what I always said. If I did have to go to prison, put me in solitary. Why? I don't want to be in Gen Pop. Look at me. In Gen Pop? Yeah, but this would be so boring. I don't care. Know? I'd rather be bored than stabbed. That's the way I look at it. I can handle boredom. I can't handle a shiv to the kidney. <laughs> Lewis is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Lewis. Hey, how you doing there? Good, sir. So you were behind bars? Not actually. I spent four years teaching college classes in prison. Oh, bless your heart. What was that, that like? Was interesting. What What was it like day-to-day -day going in to uh, teach hardened criminals? Well, you know, the prison I worked at had five different pods. They had everything from death row to people who were about to be re-released into society. Um, I was in the least secure. I don't want to. It was a maximum security prison. Actually, it was the prison where the D.C. sniper was executed. Wow. I had to miss class that night. But what would happen is uh, anytime there was a fight in any one of the pods, the whole prison would go on lockdown. And probably about once every three weeks, we'd have to miss classes because they'd go on lockdown for 72 hours after a fight. And, you know, the thing that I saw very quickly was the clicks. Um, I, I heard your previous caller mention religion. He fell in, fell in with the Christian crowd. What I saw was a bunch of people who, they changed religion like most people change shoes. Um, if, they, if Ramadan is coming up, everyone's Muslim. And when Hanukkah is coming up, everyone's Jewish. And what they would do is change religions so that they could force the guards and force the prison to cater to their spiritual needs. Interesting, interesting. And it is... I looked at it and said, you know, they don't have a lot of power, but that's the power they had, and they, they took advantage of it. Why on earth did you take that job, if you don't mind me asking? It was a part-time gig. Um, yeah, I was so teaching... is working at McDonald's, Lewis. <laughs> what, what the hell are you thinking? Well, I was teaching full-time in K-12, and uh, I took this. And the funny thing is, K-12 in prison was surprisingly similar. <laughs> I hate to say it, but... The attitudes that I got, actually, my prison inmates were better behaved, mostly because if I filed a complaint against any one of them, they're out of the program. And this was up in Virginia. They had a one-strike-in-your-out policy. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, if you're teaching in an elementary school, there's less chance of getting murdered than teaching in a prison. Well, it depends on where you're teaching. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Maybe he's teaching poetry. I'm sure those. What if you're teaching in Compton or something? Bless yeah. your heart. I don't. I'd still rather teach in Compton than jail. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the fast food review. <laughs> Joining us live on the greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight. We do not want to know Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the take. And I'm covered with cheese. I aim to please, and I'm surfing the drive-through-to-prison pipeline where <laughs> too many of our young men are going. Unbelievable. It's a sad state of affairs, my friend. Yeah, nothing like getting the heebie-jeebies before bed on a Tuesday night listening to people talk about jail. I don't. I never want to go, Johnny. If I do have to go, I want you to be my cellmate, though. I have a feeling that you you keep having these recurring dreams where you wake up in a cold sweat, where you're in jail, and you wake up again, and your cellmate is six seven, three hundred and fifty pounds, and he says, "Time to get up, boy." <laughs> 
uh, and now, then you have to get up and go do traffic and get up and do traffic every day or? i will never complain about getting up to do traffic as opposed to going to you know i've never had a jail dream but now that you've planted that seed i might have one now thanks johnny speaking of soft hot buns mark yes <laughs> wendy's, <laughs> wendy's is doing something pretty big here i mean it's something we all take for granted i suppose uh-huh. is our cheeseburger buns now i don't take them for granted no you don't take them for granted no. most people do when you're talking about your normal run-of-the-mill cheeseburger not your big marquee entree cheeseburgers but the regular single cheeseburger not the not the marquee entree cheeseburgers but the regular run-of-the-mill guys not your whopper <laughs> not your double quarter pounder with cheese uh-huh. not those not the bacon the single with cheese at wendy's we'll right. say when yeah. you're on the run you only got time for one cheeseburger what do you get you get a normal <laughs> cheeseburger now mcdonald's cheeseburger is an afterthought the buns that they put on those i mean who even wants a single cheeseburger from mcdonald's unless that's all you can afford but but Wendy says, hey, let's take another look at our regular single, double, triple cheeseburger, and they got a new bun. They've contracted with a new bakery that's making their new buns, so they've got a different twist on their normal, you know, they call them Dave's single, which I don't know why, but they call them the Dave's single, Dave's double, Dave's triple, and they put Dave's signature mayo on these, and now they've got a new bun that's supposedly bakery-like. That's the now first I've heard of going... this. That's the first I've heard of this, Johnny. This is no, breaking this is news. Cutting edge of fast food news. Yeah. Hold on. We we got out. we got a breaking news sounder for you on this. Where is Hector? Johnny Kielbasa reporting live from the Flatlands that uh, Wendy's has a new bakery style bun on their regular non-marquee burgers. That's breaking news, Johnny K. Breaking news tonight, Mark Aram. <laughs> Dublin, Ohio's own Wendy's uh, drive-thrus around America are now sporting brand new, hot, flaky bakery-like buns on their Dave's Single, Dave's Double, and Dave's Triple Cheeseburgers, and also the Baconator and the Son of Baconator, but not the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger, the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger Deluxe, the Junior Hamburger, the Junior Cheeseburger, or the Double Stack. Those still have the same run-of-the-mill buns like they used to have. But <laughs> the Dave's Single, mill. Dave's Double, Dave's Triple, Bacon Hitter, Junior Baker Hitter. Interesting. All right, well, we'll have, to, we'll have to, I'm, here's the deal. I'm off Thursday because of Georgia basketball. So, uh, so you're, bringing, you're bringing me hamburgers? I'll bring Longoria birthday burgers. Sweet. With and the, yeah, and another new flash. They're also wrapping them in foil instead <laughs> of putting cardboard now. Woo! <laughs> All right, that's good. Listen, I'm a fan of Wendy's. I, I like their buns. Uh, I'm sure I like the new the buns. They've got the best bun-to-bun burger in the business, if you ask me. Yeah. Never frozen. That's their big thing. Never frozen. Now, you know, sometimes that means they don't last as long, but hey, they're juicier and they're square, and everybody likes a square bun, square burger, more than they like a round burger, if you ask me. Johnny, I know you're a big Italian food guy. Real quick, did you ever go to Alfredo's on Cheshire Bridge Road? <laughs> yes, many times. And as a matter of fact, Alfredo's, is almost exactly like walking into my grandpa's basement. Right? right? Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, the uh, the the panel, the wood panel exactly. walls, the low ceilings, the the shady old man with <laughs> sitting in the corner, also known as the owner. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's closing. Uh, oh. and I went to for the first time tonight and had a fantastic fantastic meal. Uh, real old school. It, it, it's like Johnny Kielbasa's grandfather's basement in 1974. It's exactly it what it is. It totally is. Yeah. So they're closing. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. It's sad That's day. a landmark. 
Thank it, you for your service, it Alfredo. Is, so now I have to go to just go to Bambinelli's for more of my Italian dishes. Yeah, or go to the dollhouse. By right. the way, the, the lady at Bambinelli's apparently lost like 150 pounds, Johnny. Oh, well, that's I, I don't know if that's good or bad. I thought she was a sexy mama anyway. She was a sexy Bambinelli. mama. Johnny, we appreciate you as always, and... It's the cholesterol's high, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter, Johnny Kilbasa. At Johnny Kilbasa. Appreciate you, bruh. Johnny K on Twitter. Who the hell is that talking, Mark? (laughs) Did you play that or did you just say it? Who the hell is that talking, Mark? (laughs) Greatest clip ever. All right, we're going to come back with uh, your prison calls next. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. When I speak, they freak the sweat, the technique. I made my debut in 86 with a melody and a president's mix. And now I stay on strong and refuse to miss. And I still make hits. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Pull the hand and he went long. We got to be quick. Joe's up on the Mark Aram Show. Joe, what was life in prison like? Real quick, buddy. Well, starting out, I went to some uh, camps that were, uh, it was violent, man. I mean, it was violent. How long were you, you know, in there? That's where I was in and out. I got out in 97 the last time I was in. Maximum security. It was nasty. And that's in the state of Georgia. Well, and, listen, and I, I got to run, Joe. Stay out. Stay out. Stay out. Thanks for the call, buddy. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Buford says he should get star of the show. Yep. For what? For, for being your birthday. For, <laughs> just to piss you off on your birthday, but I got to give it to Longoria on his birthday. Yeah, so you have to. You're star of the show. I did work today, too. Even though you let me go out with a hot mic at one point during the show. Hey. Yeah, you did. Just because you like talking to Eric with your hot mic on. Well, how am I supposed to talk to him? Well, you shouldn't have even talked to him. You should have just not said anything. <sighs> on Twitter, at Mark Aram. Facebook, <laughs> Mark Aram WSB. Instagram, Mark Aram. Go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.